For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. And the rain is really coming down now as we begin the top of the fourth. Austin Deming at the plate. And he falls behind 0-1. The 0-1 pitch misses, so one ball and one strike. And now you're getting a little bit of uh, the rain coming in with the wind yeah. kind of blowing it from side to side right now. And it is really coming down now. Two balls and one strike to Austin Deming. We are scoreless here in Corvallis. The 2-1. Good take. Ball's down. Called strike two, however. Wow, it's really Boy, coming. it is. It's yeah. the intensity in just in the last 30 seconds has increased and strike three looking and Deming is the first out here in the top of the third it's to the point where this type of rain you start to look around to see if play may be suspended I mean again like they told us yesterday oh we just play one out nobody on Hayden Latham at the plate. Fennings delivers to Latham. His heavy breaking ball this inning. You know, got a couple of hits last inning on his fastball, and so he's trying to – it just shows you how wet it is that after every pitch he's asking for a new ball. So one time throwing it, it's getting wet enough. Umpire's asking, hey, should we – Yeah, the umpire's over, looking over at Oregon State's dugout. And the rain is, there are blue skies in the distance, but the rain is really coming down. Yeah, I think the home plate umpire. Well, he's trying to give him, like, I'll just pull the guys off the field. Yeah, the home plate umpire has walked out a baseball. It's actually like some rosin to try to get some grip. Oh, there you go. It's a little, little drying agent there. But now they're heading down to the bullpen because maybe that wasn't what he wanted. Just kind of up here guessing. Yeah, there's we're not really sure what's going on right now. Everybody's just standing around. Again, there's some dark clouds above us right now, which is One where this, cloud. this yeah. rain is coming from, and it's coming down hard. But in the distance, there there is blue skies, so I, I don't think this is going to last very long. But just looking over to our right, there's a little patio area, kind of a concourse, and you can see just how much rain is falling. It's starting to puddle up already. Yeah. No biggie. This would be in, in, in Utah, in Provo. It'd be like, hey, let's just step off the field for a little bit and let it pass and then play. Not in Oregon. They're like, play on. The 0-1 pitch. Misses ball one. And Hayden had squared up to bunt. So one ball, one strike, one out, nobody on. On this Saturday, I am grateful for an overhang. Yeah, no kidding. Finnings delivers the 1-1. Fouled back. One ball, two strikes. Now to Latham.
scoreless in the top of the fourth. BYU with three hits, Oregon State with two hits. The 1-2 misses high, two balls and two strikes. As the rain continues to fall. This is the hardest we've seen yeah, it rain definitely is. in the three games by far. And today was supposed to be the best day. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was supposed to be the best of the three. 2-2 two, two pitch. High, ball three. And the umpire going over and asking for a few dry baseballs. Which it won't take long for them to not be dry baseballs. Yeah. wonder how those uh, food robots are handling the rain. They're built for this. <laughs> Full count to Latham, but waiting we're waiting for, for, waiting for baseballs. We're, we're waiting for dry baseballs and for the home plate umpire to get back behind the plate. And the home plate umpire is yelling out some instructions to So just throw them to the dugout. Throw them to the dugout after you use them. All right, the payoff pitch to Latham. Pounces a good 5 to 10 feet in front. And that is a one-out walk right, we'll for Hayden it. Latham. He'll take it. He just needed to see say, what first base felt like. Something like that, yeah. as small as it is, earning a walk could be big just to get on base. Yep, just trying to... Get on base and give yourself a chance. One out, one on. Peyton Cole will be the batter. Peyton struck out in the second inning. Latham at first. Scoreless ball game here in the top of the fourth in a rainy Corvallis, Oregon. First pitch to Peyton, high. And I get why they don't want to pull the team off the field, because if you pull the team off the field, it's like a minimum 30 minutes that you have to wait, right? And then you got to get everyone warmed up again, and then your starting pitcher, do you throw him back out there? He's been waiting that long, so it makes it tough for both teams. So you just try to play through it and hope that it slows down. The 1-0 pitch, another pitch high. You can tell it's affecting him, though. There's no question yeah. about it. He has not been near as sharp since the rain started. Yeah, because he was up 1-2 to Hayden, and then every pitch hadn't even been close since. We'll take it. Latham earning a one-out walk. He's at first base. Cole at the plate, and the 2-0, and there's strike one from Jake Fennings. Well, the crowd's still really engaged out of that scoreboard, you know. Look, you are not going to get into the heads of the crowd here, all right? Uh, I'm telling our marketing team not to even think about <laughs> fake noise. <laughs> the 2-1 pitch. Ball hit to center field. Jones on the head. move, and that's going to get, get over, over his, his head, head and bounce to the wall. Latham being waved in. He will <laughs> score, and BYU jumps on the board first. 
on the RBI double from Peyton Cole. Okay, he's a double machine. <laughs> There's a hit and run action there. Got a fastball elevated, and he hit it into the wind into left center where that wind's been blowing. And Jones just could not track it down, and it barely gets us by the outreach of his hands for the break that we've been counting on. Look, if this yes. is the weather yes. it's going to take for yes. BYU to score yes. some runs like that, you know what? I, I think they'll take it. Absolutely. All right, now here we go, Penny. one nothing BYU, and they're not done. And Runner at second and, and only one out. And the guy who does it, right? The guy who does it, Peyton Cole. I mean, honestly, he's only playing right now because of a situation that, that uh, we got a guy who can't play. But uh, he comes in here and got a, that's his second double of the weekend in, in both of his starts. And, boy, was that a big one. Absolutely. Big-time hit for Peyton Cole. It's the fourth hit for the Cougars in the first run, and they're going to actually pull Fennings. We'll go ahead and keep it here for the new pitcher. And with the, with the rain starting to slow down a little bit, it, it brings us back to a conversation we were having a little while ago. You had talked about the, the possibility of, you know, the idea of pushing the start of the season back a month yeah. and starting things in March. I know that that had been discussed. How realistic do you think that is? Yeah, I mean, the coaching, the coaches convention and the coaches committee has talked about it, you know, for, for quite a few years now, and it just never gets to the voting stage to where they can go ahead and approve it. But, I mean, I just think, I mean, you look at, you just look at revenue in college baseball is so down, right? And I think the biggest thing that you can think of is that what's the best way to help with revenue in college baseball? Well, you play later in the year so that when fans come out to watch the game, it's not 40 degrees, right, in March. <laughs> right. Right? We're starting the game. We're, you know, all of a sudden we're playing in June and July home games when the season is over in May normally. You start playing home games in June, and you start having – you can get 2,000, 3,000 people out in the game on a, on a beautiful Friday night when it's, you know, 75 degrees. And so it just looks – it's more logical in that way player safety, all that. Plus, I mean, most schools get out of school in April and May anyway, so you're, you're playing the end of the year when school's out anyway, so why not just push it? You're home more for class early in the spring, right, all through February. It's just, I, to me, I just think it's a, it's a no-brainer. But uh, Well, if your schools, like in Texas or California, you know, the, the, the southeast, you're going to get home games anyway yeah. because your weather is good. For a team like BYU in the mountain time zone where the beginning, middle, and end of February, the weather is not great, that would certainly help BYU in terms of being able to schedule more home games. Now, the field BYU has already yeah. certainly helps well, we increase can, the chances of can, playing at home. I mean, we can play home games right now, yes. but do the fans right. want to come out? And there's going to be a time where fans are starting to be allowed like normal, right? And do fans want to come out and watch a game? You know, a, yeah. night, a night game when it says feels like 35 degrees, that's not a fun game right. to go watch. But if it's all of a sudden, hey, it feels like 55, 60 degrees because you're playing later, now all of a sudden fans start coming. And by the way, the rain has all but stopped now. It's just crazy. The new pitcher is Will Frisch. Frisch, a freshman from Stillwater, Minnesota. 5'10", 226. Big, big guy. And now the rain has stopped. Facing Pintar, BYU leading 1-0. The first pitch to Penny. 
Misses ball one. Well, and Frisch is a hard-throwing righty. I mean hard-throwing. We faced him last year. He's the guy that actually um, we scored the winning run on um, when he hit uh, Zach Peterson in the eighth inning. The 1-0 pitch. Misses 2-0. Where did you say he's from? Uh, he is from Stillwater, Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, he was up to 98 in that game when we faced him in, in surprise last year. Two balls, no strikes. BYU on top, one nothing. Another ball thrown by Frisch, and it's now 3-0 to Pintar. Well, that's where it, uh, he struggled in that game as well was his command. He, you know, walked a couple of guys, and he became a one-pitch pitcher, and our, and our hitters were ready for that. One out and a runner at second. The 3-0 misses, and that's the second walk of the afternoon for Andrew Pintar. Now runners at first and second with still just one out. And Mitch McIntyre. Well, and Mitch has had some really good at-bats today. He's only got the one hit on the day, but he also hit a missile, you know, to, uh, to center field. To center field, caught. yep. Cougars one run on four hits. And now the sun is out. How about that? First pitch to McIntyre. Looks at ball one. And Frisch can't find the strike zone right now. You know, every, it seems like every state has that saying, well, if you don't like the weather, just wait 15 minutes, <laughs> right. right? I was talking to the guy at the hotel, and he's like, that's what everyone tells me in Oregon. And he was like, I hate that they say that. The weather won't change in Oregon in 15 minutes. It's just going to rain in 15 minutes. <laughs> and we actually have sunshine 15 minutes later. The 1-0, ball two. Well, you got to be picky now. He struggled. That's six straight balls that he's thrown since coming in for relief. He hasn't, ha he's, hasn't been able, he hasn't had to come into a game this early yet this season. So you wonder if he got enough uh, warm-ups in the bullpen to get ready. Two on, one out. The 2-0 pitch fouled back oh, by McIntyre. Strike one. Oh, great swing right there. An RBI double from Peyton Cole. Has BYU leading here in the top of the fourth, one nothing. The Cougars looking to add to it with runners at first and second and just one out. Mitch McIntyre at the plate facing Will Frisch, the freshman righty. The 2-1, strike two. Yeah, checked his swing there. Barely caught the corner. Two balls, two strikes. Frisch delivers to McIntyre. Pops it up down the left field line. Tough spot, a lot of guys Three out there. Three Beavers making their way towards it. It's the left fielder, Joe Casey, that makes the catch. And now two outs here in the top of the fourth. Up next, the catcher, Joshua Cowden. Josh Cowden will now bat. Still with runners at first and second. Well, we're back down to those two out hits we've been talking about, right? Cowden had two big ones last night. We've already seen that one run against the Beavers isn't a safe lead. <laughs> the first pitch to Cowden misses ball one. 
Jack Sterner's been down the right field line just playing a little bit of catch. It's been such a long time since he's been out there. You always worry about how the pitcher's going to react when he's had a half-hour break in the dugout. At least Jack didn't have to get out on the mound when it was <laughs> pouring true. down rain. That is true. Frisch with the 1-0, foul back. Healthy hack there by Cowden. I yeah. like that hack. Fouled it back to the screen. 1-1 one one now to Josh. And now the wind isn't blowing. The sun is out. We really had that one cloud hanging over us. <laughs> and that cloud and it had dumped. some moisture. It certainly had a lot of rain in it. Come on, Cowd. Good speed on the bases. one nothing BYU in the top of the fourth. Cougars looking to take... Game three of this series. Split a gap here. The pitch to Cowden. Strike two. Yes, yeah, slider there. Threw for a strike. He's been nothing but fastballs since coming in. That's, that's tough on Cowden when he hadn't shown that pitch to anybody, and all of a sudden he throws it to you. Now you just two strikes battle. One ball, two strikes, two outs, and two on. Cougars on top, one nothing. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back to sunny Corvallis. Bottom of the fourth inning. BYU now with a one-run lead. They lead 1-0 for the RBI double from Peyton Cole. Scores the first run of this ball game. Cougars one run on four hits. Beavers no runs, two hits. Jack Sterner, after a lengthy, not a, I don't want to call it a delay because the game was never really delayed, but because of the rain, it just took a, a while for the teams to get some dry baseballs. Now, the bottom of the fourth is underway. The first pitch to Ryan Ober misses ball one. Yeah, not sure where that one was. And Ober hits that ball to center field. Got the guy there. But McIntyre making it look easy makes the catch. And Ober retired for the first out in the bottom of the fourth. Your boy, Troy Clonch, hitting with one out, nobody on. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade from Goss Stadium. Oregon State, three-time national champs as Clonch fouls that out of play. Strike one. 2006, 2007, and 2018. Yeah, you, you think of, you know, powerhouses in the West Coast. For the generation that's playing baseball right now, they think of Oregon State, right? My generation will think of USC and UCLA, but uh, Oregon State... Obviously, you see 2006, 2007, 2018 world champs, and they've been to the World Series probably seven, eight other times in that time frame. One ball and one strike to Troy Clonch. 1-1 one, one pitch. Misses 2-1. and one. The capacity here at Goss Stadium is right around 3,000, maybe a little less than three. I can't remember the exact number. I was having this conversation with one of the... Um, the helpers here. The ball hit Coming for you, near Shep. our make, make broadcast play. location, but it didn't bounce near me, so scared a play not to be made. That ball was scared of you, Shep. It was. 2-2. Two, two. 
Trying to put them away right here. She was telling me that when they allow fans, this place is packed every single game. 2-2 two -two pitch. Foul back. We'll do it again, 2-2. Two and two. Well, and they've hosted so many regionals right. and super regionals here because they're always, you know, top ten ranked in the country towards the end of the year. And She was telling me that the, the seats in the outfield were added for, for some of the, like, families and single tickets because everything inside and around is season ticket holders. 2-2 two -two pitch. Lined into right field. Gamble there. Two up, two down here in the bottom of the fourth. Joe Casey, the left fielder, were back with two away. Well, and I was uh, talking to another security officer that said where we're sitting now is normally their their high-dollar donor suites. That's why they this, put us here. Yeah, exactly. This uh, this donor room, uh, this is called the Omaha Room, and uh, they have full buffets out here and the whole works for these these big donors. A little She's, disappointed we didn't get the full buffet. She said uh, they pay a lot of money to <laughs> sit up here. Ball one to Joe Casey from Cougar starter Jack Sterner. The 1-0. You know Swing the, and a miss, strike one. The thing I'm disappointed for, especially if you're not going to allow fans, then let's get a better TV broadcast at least for you know some of the family to watch. They just have one camera behind home plate. Yeah, it's a live stream. Yeah, just Sterner with a 1-1. One, one. Misses two balls and one strike to Joe Casey. I mean, their losses are gained because that just means we have more listeners, right, listening to us. Well, and it's very easy to sync up the radio call yep. with the live stream. Which you should always do. Absolutely. 2-1 pitch. Misses high. Three balls and one strike to the left fielder, Joe Casey. one nothing Cougars in the bottom of the fourth. The 3-1 pitch. Now 3-2. and two. Casey was trying to tie the game up with that yes, swing Yes, he shot, was. He took a hack. It was a healthy cut. Full count now to Casey. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. 0-1 count to Freddie Achikar, the 0-1 pitch, grounded to first. Boyd will take it himself, and Freddie retired for the first out at the top of the fifth. Yeah, just a little out in front of the slider there. Soft ground out to first. Jacob Rogers, the designated hitter, will bat with one out and nobody on. First pitch from Frisch. Rogers, a little slow roller to short. Over to first, and a great stretch by Boyd makes the play. And Rogers is retired, and Frisch with two quick outs. Yeah, Rogers had a tough day today, Shep. Had some opportunities to get some RBIs earlier and popped up and struck out. Cole Gamble will bat. BYU on top, 1-0. Flew out to the warning track his last time up with bases loaded. And ball one to Gamble. Colt from Alpine. The 1 0 from Frisch. Low, two balls and no strikes to Cole.
Will Frisch, the righty from Minnesota, delivers the 2-0. Just misses. 3-0 now to Cole Gamble. On deck circle, Austin Deming, 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. And that pitch low, ball four. So a two-out walk to Cole Gamble, and the inning continues. Deming making his way to the batter's box. I'd like to see Cole try to run here in the first couple of pitches and get a runner in scoring position for Deming. Frisch delivers to Deming. Deming fouls that over towards the dugout of the Beavers. No balls and one strike to Austin Deming. The 0-1 pitch. That pitch wild and gets past Clonch and Gamble will move down to second base. Well, Deming tried to drag bunt there and then pulled it back and Boy, was that pitch wild. Clontz had no chance to make that I don't play. think he had any clue where it was at for a second. Yeah. It blew right past his, his mask. One ball, one strike, and now runner in scoring position with two outs. Deming looks at ball two. An opportunity for BYU to add to its one nothing lead. Been saying it all weekend, Shep. Another big spot here for a guy that we expect to be a big-time contributor this year. A chance to add on to this lead right here. Frisch with the 2-1, high, ball three. Overthrowing right now. Everything's yes, he high, is. high, high. Man, lick your chops right now if you're Deming. You get a 3-1 pitch, just unleash here. Three balls, one strike, two outs. Gamble at second base. Frisch with the 3-1. Deming with a swing and a miss. He was looking to do just like yeah, what you were talking about. Looking to launch one. Might have been ball four. It was a little up. But I like the aggressive nature. Full count to Austin Deming. Oh, you just have to battle. The payoff pitch. Deming got jammed. Pops it up into foul territory near third base. Ducart makes the catch. And the Cougars will leave a runner stranded at second. one nothing BYU heading to the bottom of the fifth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Jack Sterner out for the bottom of the fifth inning. The Cougars starter has thrown 57 pitches, two hits, no runs allowed. His team up one nothing, facing the shortstop Andy Armstrong. And the first pitch to Armstrong. Misses ball one. Yeah, these are the spots in the game where hey, one run, it's it's so close. There's just no no chance for just a little error. You've got to make the plays and make good pitches here. The 1-0 popped up, out of play. One and one now to Armstrong. Andy Armstrong, a senior from Salem, Oregon. 5'9", 175. The 1-1. Good breaking ball there. Fouled off to the left. 
One ball and two strikes now. Armstrong 0 for 1 today. Sterner delivers the 1-2 to Armstrong. Tried to elevate fastball there. He barely got a piece of it to foul it back. Yep, stays alive, and the count remains 1 and 2. Armstrong awaits the 1-2. Bounces in front of home plate. The little 54-footer. <laughs> Just hung on to that curveball a little too long there. Two balls, two strikes. Two-two from Sterner. Swing and a miss. Great strike pitch. three, and that's another strikeout. The sixth on the afternoon for Cougar starter Jack Sterner. Yeah, went to the changeup there. Running away, good pitch there. Jake Dukart will now bat with one out, nobody on. I like his uh, walk-up song, Shep. Kind of gets me excited. Just kind of a happy song, this walk-up song. Okay, you know? all right. What was your walk-up song, by the way, when you played? It was the... Let's see this pitch first. All right. <laughs> Ball one it's, to Dukart. It was Deliverance by Bubba Sparks. It was just the, like the, the guitar strum of it. Mm -hmm. I like the, the beat just kind of got me okay. excited. All right. One out, nobody on. The 1-0 pitch to Dukart. Low, 2-0 now. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade from Corvallis. Game three of this three-game set. The Beavers taking the first two. BYU leading in game three, one nothing, And the 2-0 taken for strike one. Currently blue skies above and no rain. We'll see how long that lasts. The 2-1, now 3-1 to Dukart. Got to execute here. These are spots where we've seen throughout the series, if you give up free bags, they make you hurt. Three, one. Love it. In there for strike two, and now a full count to Dukart. Make him earn it. Sterner with the payoff pitch. Lined into right center. And a base hit for Jake Dukart. It's his third hit of the afternoon for the Beavers. And it's a one-out single. Yeah, good pitch there by Jack. He got it off the end of the bat and just hit a you know soft line drive right over Peyton at, at second into right field. BYU women's volleyball. Leading 2-1 after three sets, taking on San Francisco. We'll update you on women's soccer in a moment. Kyle Fromke at the plate. The first pitch from Sterner. Mm. Misses ball one, and I'm not sure by how much that missed. No kidding. 3-0 lead for BYU women's soccer at LMU, and I believe with a victory today, I believe that's 400 career wins for 
head coach Jennifer Rockwood. That's awesome. The 1-0 pitch to Fromke. Fromke hits that ball to deep left that will hit off of the wall. And this game is going to be tied yes, it is. as the runner from first scores. And that is an RBI double for Kyle Frompke. And the score now tied 1-1. Yeah, had Hayden played that off the wall a little bit differently, they might have been able to keep him to third base there. But that top of the wall is in the pad. It's a chain lean fence where it says home of the national championships. Right. So it just kind of deadened. Yeah, it looks right? like a yeah. pad, but yeah. yes. And he expected that to kind of bounce, and it stayed there, which then was able to get the runner from first to score easily to tie this thing up. One out, and at a runner in scoring position for the Beavers. They've just tied the ball game at 1-1. Sterner's pitch to Justin Boyd misses ball one. Well, that's what Oregon State's done in every game this series. It's just you take a lead, and what happens? They're like, ah, no big deal. You know, we'll just come right back. That's why they've won nine in a row, and that's why they're nationally ranked. That's right. They're a good, tough team. 1-0 pitch. Bounces in a great block by Cowden. Keeps the runner at second base. But it's a big spot here to, to, to minimize this just to tying the game and give your offense a chance. A lot of baseball left to be played. Yep, just in the bottom of the fifth. Pitching coach Michael Bradshaw and Josh Cowden out to talk with Jack Sterner. You would never know a good half hour, 40 minutes ago, it was a downpour here. Boy, that was raining hard, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. Well, and what made it worse was not only did the rain start coming down as hard as it did, but then the wind picked up. Yeah. So you had it swirling around. Yet play continued. The game never stopped. It slowed down a little bit to get some dry baseballs here and there, but the game continued, and here we are. BYU and Oregon State tied 1-1 here in the bottom of the fifth. Justin Boyd, the number nine hitter, picked up a single in the third inning. Hitting with a runner in scoring position. Swing and a miss on the 2-0 pitch. Now two balls and one strike. Yeah, good fastball there by Jack. The go-ahead run in scoring position at second base. Kyle Fromke, who just tied this game with an RBI. Swing and a miss. Two balls, two strikes to Boyd. Yeah, curveball there. He couldn't make a decision if he wanted to go or not and was extremely tardy on that pitch. So you're back in this count, 2-2. Put him away here. Two balls, two strikes, one out. Sterner with the 2-2, bounces, gets away from Cowden. He can't find it, and Fromke already at third base, advancing from second. Yeah, and Cowden did everything he could to block that. It just hits off his mask and ricochets, and that's a huge, another big break for the Beavers because now with a full count here, all he, he can just kind of put a ball in play here to take a lead. Fromke with an RBI double 
tied the ball game. It's now like, standing at third. It's like the infield's going to come in here with full count to try to keep that runner from third from scoring, which then obviously this is an advantage hitter. If you put a ball in play, you know, they're not in their normal position and, and uh, you could get a, a hit out of this. Justin Boyd at the plate. It's a full count. Facing Jack Sterner. Timeout called by Boyd. That's a big spot. And looking for a strikeout right here. Now Boyd back into the batter's box. Sterner sets and delivers the payoff pitch. And a little bloop, oh, and the job. shortstop, <laughs> Pintar, running backwards, makes the catch, and that is a big out number two with the runner still at third base. As soon as that ball was hit, I had like this like deja vu of Luis Gonzalez <laughs> against the Yankees, against the Yankees right, in the, World, the Series. World Series where Jeter was playing in, and he got, he got jammed and hit it a shallow uh, pop fly over short that if Jeter was playing in his normal position, he would have got to. I thought that was going to beat Pintar originally, but did a good job of getting there and getting behind it. But work to be done because he got a really good hitter up here with, with two outs. Yeah, Preston Jones, the leadoff man. Keep this game tied. Grounded out in the first inning and then reached on a fielder's choice in the third. Uh, that fielder's choice was a double play ball hit to Deming that Peyton Cole had an amazing uh, snag at second. First pitch to Jones, misses ball one. 1-1 one, one here in the bottom of the fifth. Gray clouds making their way towards the stadium. We will see what that means. The 1-0 pitch from Sterner. Misses 2-0. And I think Sterner and Cowden both wanted that. Yeah, Cowden's body language was that was a strike. Two and zero count to Preston Jones. Go ahead, run at third. Sterner delivers to Jones. Strike one. BYU led one nothing until this inning, bottom of the fifth. Pitch. Good block. In the dirt, and as Tuck just mentioned, a great block by Josh Cowden. Cougars took the lead in the top of the fourth, 1 nothing, And here in the bottom of the fifth, the Beavers tied it up. They're looking to add to it with a runner at third and two outs. The count, three balls and one strike to Preston Jones. Both teams with a run and four hits. The 3-1 to Jones is high, ball four. And now with two outs, runners are on the corners for the Beavers. That might be his last hitter with the left-hander coming up. Got a couple of lefties in the pen playing catch right now if they're ready. So far, no 
everybody making their way towards the mound. The batter, number 29, Jacob Melton. Melton 0 for 2 Thomas. with two strikeouts. And there's head coach Mike Littlewood. And he'll make the move. We'll go to the pen. We'll have a pitching change when we return on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. New pitcher for BYU, number 42, Boston Mabius. This pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Boston making his fifth appearance, comes in with an ERA of 14.54, an 0-2 record. He's pitched four and a third, given up three hits, seven runs. All seven have been earned. Five walks, he does have nine strikeouts, and has given up one home run. Mabius will be facing Jacob Melton when play resumes. And it also looks like we've we have a defensive substitution? Uh, I don't no, believe so. That. Like I think no. they actually just ended up putting the wrong player profile on the outfield scoreboard. They put up a picture of Sean Rimmer. Oh, okay. So maybe, maybe think if there was a defensive substitution that <laughs> I had missed. Well, Boston has had some bright spots and some low spots early in this year. He is uh, an electric left-hander return missionary who you got to remember, hasn't played baseball in, in almost three years. And so he's trying to get it back. He's 90-92 monitor left here with a great, great power curveball. You know, he's had some spots where he's come in and gotten the job done, and he's had a few spots where, you know, he, he struggled to throw strikes. So he's a guy that we're going to really need, Shep. We need him to be able to come in these spots against left-handers and get big outs in big games. Well, he inherits runners on the corners and two outs, trying to keep this a 1-1 ball game. And the first pitch to Melton Good. in for strike one. He has the makeup, the demeanor, the attitude. He's high energy, high leverage. You know, sometimes I think he's gotten a little too pumped up when he's come in, right, and too amped up. But this is a huge spot early in his career that, you know, we need him to get a big out here. Got the flowing red hair on the mound. The 0-1 pitch. Good. Strike two, and Boston jumps ahead. No balls and two strikes on the batter, Jacob Melton. Put him away right here. This is what we need, a big-time strikeout. Left-on-left matchup. This is your job. Go to work, Boston. The 0-2 pitch, low, ball one. Tried to sneak a fastball by him. First two pitches were curveballs. Then went try to go fastball, just missed, low and away. And with a name like Boston, yes, he is a Red Sox fan. <laughs> Red hair, black mustache. Yes, right? yeah. Yes. Come on, Boston. The one-two pitch. Lined into center field, and it will drop. Another run will score. Runner from third, Frompke, scoring on the RBI single from Jacob Melton. And the Beavers now lead 2-1. to one. Yeah, fastball. Looked like from our advantage point was just down the middle. One-two count. You've got to execute a better pitch there. And, and those are little things I talked about just a second ago that he'll he'll throw good pitches and all of a sudden there's a mistake. And, and, and Melton didn't miss that mistake. and hit a nice line drive up the middle to, uh, to take a lead. 
the designated hitter, Ryan Ober, facing Mabius. Now 2-1 for Oregon State. Two runs, both scoring here in the bottom of the fifth. The first pitch to Ober, misses, ball one. The Beavers with runners at first and second, so they're looking to add to their one-run lead right now. They now have taken the lead in hits as well, out hitting the Cougars 5-4. Maybe it's on the mound in relief of today's starter, Jack Sterner. The 1-0. Ground ball to second, or short. He'll throw to second, and the play is made for the third and final out, but two runs score in the bottom of the fifth, and now the Cougars will come to the plate trailing 2-1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hayden Latham leading off for the Cougars in the top of the sixth. The first pitch from Frisch is fouled off right over our heads. Strike one to Latham. The final line for BYU starter Jack Sterner, four and two-thirds, four hits, two runs, both earned, one walk and six strikeouts. Now a 2-1 lead for Oregon State. Frisch delivers and misses. Ball one to Latham. Yeah, trailing by one now here in the sixth. Been here before, just got to keep battling. Big gust of wind blowing through right now as well, which means there's probably rain behind it. 1-1 pitch, misses. Two balls and one strike to Hayden Latham. Hayden? In his last at bat, earning a walk. Big walk. Absolutely, and would come around to score. The 2-1, and a hard hit ball to second base, and Fromke not able to bring that in. That is a hard hit ball for Hayden Latham. That better be a hit. No, you know they'll give it an error, (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Well, I'm waiting to see the four turn to a five. There and the there error. it is. Yeah. They gave it an error. Yeah, hard hit balls that people are, are errors, but are, but uh, <laughs> but routine two hoppers are are hits. I mean, come on. I'm sorry. E four is what that will be scored. And guess what? It should be an error. That's an error, right? It's even though it's hard hit, it's right at him. It should be an error. Just like last night, should have been an error. Two of them. Peyton Cole at the plate. Looks at strike one from Frisch. But had they hit it, it would have been a hit, guaranteed. Tying run at first. A check on Latham at first base. No balls, one strike to Peyton Cole. Peyton with the RBI double that put BYU on top, 1-0. They now trail 2-1. And Cole showing bunt, puts it down. Right back to Frisch. No play at second. So he'll throw to first. Great job, Peyton. And a nice sacrifice by Peyton Cole. And the tying run in scoring position now with one out. Yeah, Peyton had a rough time at short on Thursday. But offensively, he's had really good at-bats this weekend. Nicely done nicely done there. Give you two opportunities here to tie this game with, you know, guys that you want up. Guys that have had good at-bats in Pintar and McIntyre on deck. Pintar with two walks on the day. So he's officially 0 for 1, lining out to center. Frisch on the mound. He has a hit yet. The 1-0, strike one. 
the wind picks up. A very cold wind, I might add. One ball, one strike, one out. Runner at second. Frisch with the 1-1. Fouled out of play by Pintar. One and two now to Penny. Just a nice ground ball up the middle here and tie this game up. Left fielder's playing deep, but center field and, and right fielder shallower because the ball doesn't travel as well that way, especially with the wind. Frisch looks back at second and now delivers the one-two. Now two balls and two strikes. Tried to elevate a fastball there. Pintar did a good job of uh, checking his swing. Yeah, he thought about swinging through, yes, able did. to check it. Two and two now, two Pintars. We mentioned a second ago already with two walks in this ball game. Two-two pitch, good fouled battle. off. Yeah, slider there that was elevated. It, it wasn't a really good hittable pitch, but it's one of those ones you just have to battle to see another pitch. Well, here's one thing that is very evident about Andrew Pintar. He sees the ball extremely well. Absolutely. And you know that he, I mean, obviously, look, 11 walks on the season. I mean, that's impressive, that's right? It's very impressive through 10 games. The 2-2 pitch to Pintar. Check swing. Ah, they'll strike him out. Home plate umpire said that was strike three. Delayed call Yes. And out number two, and that is big for Will Frisch. So the tying run still at second base, but now two outs, and the batter will be Mitch McIntyre, who already has a hit in this ballgame. Another leader on your team. Time to step up right here. Tie the game up. Oh, and a steal as Latham is out easily stealing third. And now head coach Mike Littlewood is talking with Hayden. It's like two outs. What are you doing? We don't, we don't need to steal third. You're already in scoring position. That's a, a mental mistake right there for Latham. And that'll do it for the top of the sixth. 2-1 Oregon State heading to the bottom of the sixth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. And we also have a new pitcher. So the pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Reed McLaughlin will be the third pitcher for the BYU Cougars as we begin the bottom of the sixth inning. Still 2-1 Beavers. Reed making his fifth appearance enters the ball game with a 1-0 record. 1-0 record, excuse me, also with a save. He's pitched seven and two-thirds, four hits, one run, not earned. He struck out seven and walked two. And the rain is just getting harder here in Corvallis. Reed from Scottsdale, Arizona, probably hasn't seen too many uh, rain showers like this growing up in Scottsdale. The catcher, Troy Clonch, will lead things off in the bottom of the sixth. 
Man alive. It's really coming down now. Yeah. And we may be... Well, the umpire is talking with head coach Mike Littlewood. Coach Littlewood out of the dugout to talk with the home plate umpire. And we may have uh, a suspension of play forthcoming. Now the umpire is going to head over and talk to Oregon State's dugout. And we'll see what's decided here. And I think, yep, Mike Littlewood is waving everybody in. So we'll stop here for just a quick second. Everybody coming off the field. It's really coming down. From a regulation standpoint, if you pull people off, I know with lightning, if there's lightning in the area, it's a minimum 30 minutes. Yeah, I don't... I don't, I don't but if, it's, if you're just going to pull guys in for 10, 15 minutes to see if it blows over, you can immediately come back, correct? Well, especially when it's you're, you're talking about relief pitchers that are now that are coming in. You no longer have the starting pitchers in there. You know, they take less time to get warmed up and ready. And so this is just going to be a quick little let, trying to let this pass. But uh, the umpire is the one that he made this decision. And it's funny because it looks like Oregon State coach, they're still talking to him, doesn't like it. Yeah, we'll keep it here for a few more minutes and see if we can get any information as to what uh, what's going on before we make a decision if we're going to join something in progress or what we'll do here. So we'll go ahead and keep it here. Here's the situation. Bottom of the sixth. It's 2-1 Oregon State. Reed McLaughlin, Reed McLaughlin, excuse me, just entered the ball game. He has not thrown a pitch yet. He was set to face the catcher, Troy Clonch. But then the rain started to come down. What's different from the last time we had this, which was just about an hour ago, was at least at that point you could see in the distance some blue skies. Yeah. Right now, you don't see any blue. It's all clouds and all dark clouds as far as you can see in the vicinity. So, not quite sure. They're having a long meeting out there. Yeah, all four umpires and one coach. That's right. All four umpires and the, the one Oregon <laughs> State coach. He's trying to talk them in <laughs> to resuming play. And I will, I will say, already it has started to lighten up a little bit. It is not nearly coming down as hard as it was even two minutes ago. But it's still raining nonetheless. The appropriate purple rain being yeah. played in the background from Prince. Great song. Horrible movie. Now the conversation is over. The coach heading back over towards the dugout for the Beavers. And all four umpires making their way towards BYU's dugout, but that's also where the umpires leave the field. Yep. Still waiting for some sort of an explanation as uh, to what to expect here. Uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, we will come back, and uh, hopefully we'll have some information as to what we're going to do with the broadcast when we return. 2-1 in the bottom of the sixth as it rains here in Corvallis on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Still raining here in Corvallis. However, it has let up. The sky's light, lightening up a little bit. Not lightning in the area. Lightening up. And we're going to go ahead and keep it here. Um, 
It's 2-1 in favor of Oregon State. Uh, We did get word that there's not going to be a prolonged delay, like a minimum 30 minutes or a minimum whatever the case may be. Play is going to resume as soon as it lets up, and it's doing that right now. Now, whether or not another front comes in right behind it and it gets nasty again, we don't know. So for right now, we're going to go ahead and keep it here. Let's get you up to date on how this ball game has gone. We were scoreless heading into the fourth inning. In the top of the fourth, it was an RBI double from Peyton Cole that put the first run on the board. BYU led 1-0 in the top of the fourth. That would last until the bottom of the fifth when the Beavers would score two runs, and that brings us to our current score in the bottom of the sixth, 2-1. Two, two runs on five hits, one error for Oregon State, one run on four hits, no errors for BYU. And that's where we are. And as we talked about going into this ball game, Tuck, and, and I, I asked Coach Littlewood about this, BYU has played Oregon State tough. They've had opportunities in every game they've played to win those games. This is another close game, just a one-run ball game right now. And this is an important ball game for the Cougars because this kind of, this this stretch that BYU's in right now, you knew it was going to be a difficult stretch, but you're hoping to be able to gauge something and, and get something positive out of these trips to Texas and now to Oregon State. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it, you're here trying to gauge what you have as a team to get ready for conference play. And, and the hardest thing is, is is that offensively we've had some bright spots and we've had some extremely low spots. On the mound we've had some bright spots and some low spots. Defensively, low spots and high spots. We just haven't played the perfect game. Last Saturday against Texas was probably the closest we were to playing a complete game in that 5-4 to four win against that team. But when you're playing a team like Oregon State at their home park in the elements that we've had all weekend, you can't make mistakes, right? And you have to play at your highest ability if you want to have a chance to beat these guys because what you're showing is we've taken leads twice now late into the game, and what do they do? They answer right back and punch you right in the mouth and take it right back. And so we've had multiple chances in this game, at least four opportunities with a runner in scoring position and haven't been able to get it in. The only time we were able to score a run is when we had a runner at first and a double was hit, right? BYU has left nine on base in this ballgame today, and now... BYU pops out of the dugout, and the players making their way back to the field, and it looks like play is going to resume. The rain has all but stopped. Yep, just a 10-minute delay. Yep. And, and what we talked about the whole series, Shep, and even a little bit last week, is offensively we're waiting for just a big knock, right? Cole got a big knock with the runner at, you know, first base, and it was able to score the runner on the hit and run, but... We've, we've yet to get in this series the big two-out hit. We had a couple of singles from Cowden yesterday, but we've had so many chances with runners on base and two outs, and we, can't, and we haven't put together a good – it's not like we've hit the ball hard, right, and like, oh, we had a chance there. It's strikeout right. or pop-up, right? It hasn't been a good at-bat in those spots. And so the offense just needs to relax, relax. There's, you can just feel the tension that they have, It's right? the mental part of the game that yeah. you talk about a lot that you just, you know, 
when you're in a little bit of a slump, it's it's sometimes hard to get out of that, but you just have to keep battling, which certainly BYU is going to do. And, you know, this series is evident uh, evidence of that because they've had a chance to win the first two games. There's no question about that. They lost one nothing and had a lead in the game late yesterday. Just haven't been able to get that big hit or keep that lead. And they had the lead in this ball game, one nothing. They now trail 2-1. Reed McLaughlin back out on the mound, getting a few warm-up tosses. Never really had a chance to do that before the rain came in and everybody was cleared off the field. But luckily, it was just a very short rain shower. But again, just looking around in the distance, no blue skies. It's it's cloudy, gray, and in some places, dark gray clouds. So the chances of more rain coming in, I would say, are, are probably high. But obviously, the objective is to get this game completed. And right we're now. going to. Yep. We can be here all night, right? Yep. We don't fly out till in the morning. So, But here we go. Another big spot here. Yep. Bottom of the sixth, Troy Clonch. Leading things off for the Beavers, facing the new pitcher, Reed McLaughlin. And the first pitch from Reed, strike one to Clonch. Yeah, and Reed was battling on Thursday night. He came in and, and, and took the loss in that one nothing game. Frustrating for him because he didn't have his best stuff, and the umpire didn't give him a benefit of calling a full count, which would have ended the inning. And the next batter comes up, and what does he do? He hits the go-ahead you know, single in the eighth. The 0-1 pitch misses, 1-1 one one now to Clonch. But he's our veteran guy in the pen that we trust. We know what we're going to get out of him. He's going to compete. Fastball slider guy. The 1-1 pitch. Hit to right field. Gamble moving back near the warning track and makes the catch. And Clonch retired for the first out in the bottom of the sixth. Very nicely done there by Reed. The left fielder, Joe Casey, will now bat. Casey 0 for 2. Also struck out twice. And the first pitch to Casey. Lined into center field. And a base hit as he'll stop at first base. So, it's the sixth hit in the afternoon for the Beavers. And a one-out single from Joe Casey. Brings Andy Armstrong to the plate. They've done a good, they've done a really good job in this series of hitting mistakes. If you don't locate the fastball and you leave it over the plate, they're putting good swings on it. They've had some loud outs and some nice hard hit singles. You don't see too many. Yesterday they had a couple of like infield bloop singles, but for the most part, they've hit the ball hard when they do hit it. They're a good offensive team. Casey at first base, Armstrong at the plate, facing McLaughlin. The pitch, strike one to Armstrong. Well, it's funny because we come into this game with a 5-8-9 team ERA, right? And we're facing in our opponents, right? So offensively, we're coming in and our opponents are having a 3-6 ERA, right? Uh, that just tells you the kind of p- type of pitching we face this year. But uh, a base hit right to nice the shortstop oh, Pintar. Yeah. A throw over to second. Bobbles it. They had an opportunity for the double play. They'll have to settle for just getting the out at second base. That's a routine double play. Penny just 
barely doesn't catch that. If he catches it in the air, it's an easy double play because the guy was halfway, but it barely skipped into his glove. He throws it easy to Peyton, but Peyton on the transfer dropped the ball and wasn't able to throw it for the second out to get us out of that inning. So Armstrong at first on the fielder's choice. The batter, Jake Dugart. But two away here in the bottom of the sixth. Laughlin's first pitch to Ducart, taken for strike one. But going back to what I was saying before that double play ball was hit, um, double play opportunity was hit, um, that we knew our pitching staff was better than the numbers they had put up in the first week, right? And we, we know our offense is better than the numbers they put up in the first two weeks. And so it's just a matter of time of just putting it all together. The pitch to Ducart, ground ball to short. Pintar will Great go to job. first. And one, two, three, go the Beavers in the bottom of the sixth. It's 2-1 Oregon State heading to the top of the seventh on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.